Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. This message is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. In this episode, you will hear from our editor, Bob Neiman, as he interviews CLA's president and CEO, Brian Wallace, in another installment of a segment we're calling How's Business? A laundry industry information update about a variety of important topics pertaining to the vended laundry business. Um, hey, despite the craziness of 2020, uh, Brian, I think you'll agree that a real bright spot remains the continued growth and the continued interest in uh, the CLA's uh, Laundry Cares Foundation and its, its mission to serve those communities and those populations uh, that have supported the laundry industry uh, for, for decades. Obviously, due to COVID-19, uh, the Foundation's annual literacy summit was forced to kind of reinvent itself a little bit as a virtual event, uh, which was held just, just last month over, uh, over a three-day period. Uh, would you like to discuss that a little bit? It was the third annual summit. Sure. Uh, and just maybe uh, take us through some of the highlights uh, of that and uh, what's happening with, with Laundry Cares. What's on the horizon for this foundation, which has done so much great work uh, over the years already? Well, well, thanks for that question, Bob. You know, I love talking about uh, laundry cares and, and you know, what it's doing for the industry and it's what it's doing for, uh, you know, the, the American community more broadly. And yeah, I mean, just like anything else, uh, you know, we had to sort of pivot uh, when COVID hit. We weren't doing uh, massive free laundry and literacy days uh, for fear of um, not being able to maintain social distancing. We uh, eased off on uh, some of our replay learn center installations. Uh, again, just trying to support the laundromat owners that are uh, trying to coach customers to uh, wash, dry, and go, and 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 uh, not spend as much time uh, physically in in the store as they had in the past. And so, uh, we began to provide uh, some sort of takeaway resources to our replay learn locations where. Uh, moms and dads could simply pick up some resources, whether it was the summer uh, learning or the back to school packets that were circulated, just you know, trying to deliver some of that support uh, in a little bit different way. And uh, like, like you said, speaking of a different way, our, our third summit went virtual, like most events these days. And, you know, it was certainly a bummer not being able to get together in person. Uh, but the, the flip side of that is we went from uh, a fledgling 30 or 40 people at our first summit to an amazing 100 or 125 people at our second summit to nearly 900 people last month at our mm -hmm. virtual summit. And so, um, you know, the engagement was higher, the, the reach was broader. And again, we'd love to be together in person having these conversations, but uh, we embraced the virtual and it allowed us to bring together an incredible array of speakers from all over the place. So, uh, whether it be live uh, chats or pre-recorded sessions, so we you know we heard from leaders um, in government, leaders in uh, literacy, uh, those that are engaged in the research around our core mission of bringing uh, books and literacy to the neighborhoods that need the most support. So it was really a great opportunity to kind of take a breath, um, you know, uh, think about the future, uh, kind of use this you know so-called downtime to. Uh, think about uh, different ways of approaching the market, but uh, we were just simply blown away by uh, the amount of participation from inside the industry, from outside the industry. And what we really know now, Bob, that we didn't know three years ago was this has legs. You know, this crazy idea of 
converting the corner of the laundromat mm -hmm. into a mini library, the crazy idea of having a librarian do a weekly story time, the crazy idea of using the laundromat as a channel uh, for reaching the families in most need. Uh, I, I can think uh, we can safely say that there's been an uh, affirmation of the concept uh, from both uh, the laundry industry folks that have supported it so well, but again, the uh, the literacy advocacy community, the library community, the uh, the foundations that focus on this type of work, um, it's really been a resounding um, you know embrace of this concept, and it just has so much potential going forward as we uh, are helping thousands of kids now. But uh, as we get back rolling in the field, it won't be long before that becomes hundreds of thousands and millions of kids that are getting that extra leg up. Uh, from the laundromat of all places, a place that they're visiting every right. week, a place that has a proximity to need, a, a place that typically has a long dwell time, all these uh, uh, sort of ingredients uh, to uh, you know, really have a, a game-changing result. And uh, if I could just mention one highlight from the summit itself, and again, you can uh, download sure. the Laundry Cares Foundation app and, and, and see recordings of uh, all these great presentations spread over those three days. But, you know, Dr. Susan Newman presenting the uh, research findings from uh, this really intensive uh, study that happened here in Chicago with uh, 10 laundromats with uh, the Replay Learn Centers installed, uh, 10 control laundromats, and, and just looking at the just incredible striking differences uh, in the amount of literacy-rich engagements between the laundromats that had these uh, spaces dedicated and those that did not. Uh, and then, you know, the mm -hmm. uh, turbocharging when our partners at Chicago Public Library were able to make those weekly visits. So I think it really started to uh, prove, frankly, that that it worked. You know, we, uh, we said early on that we want this to be more than a gimmick or a clever idea or an odd pairing. We really wanted to make sure that we we're being guided by professional independent research and uh, this was just another example of being able to prove to the laundromat owners, uh, prove to the literacy folks, uh, potential funders, frankly, that, you know, get behind this work uh, because it, it is making a difference. It does help kids in the way it's intended. And we hope to build on that research going forward to not only prove that we're on the right track, but help us refine uh, our programming and our approach to make sure that we can do the maximum amount of good. Right, right. And I may, may well add to that, it's it's good for business as well, isn't it, Brian? Well, that's the that's the uh, the wink and a nod of this whole thing, right? Is that um, right? You know, you know the again, granted, we're at a sort of a stage of anecdotal evidence with our participating locations, but. Um, to, you know, to a store, um, they all are telling us we've never gotten such positive feedback. Um, you know, the customers are responding, you know. I'm getting a call back from the alderman from City Hall or, or better cooperation <laughs> right. from, the, from the police chief. In other words, you're, you're, you raised your hand and said, I care about the community. And it's amazing how that reciprocates, um, not only in dollars and cents, but just better cooperation in the neighborhood. And uh, speaking of research, a few moments ago, uh, one of the things that was delayed uh, with COVID coming on board is our uh, research into doing an, a precise and exact measurement of the, just exactly how good it is for business. 
And so that's something that we'll be getting back to hopefully in the new year, where we want to, again, take those anecdotes and convert that into cold, hard uh, data uh, to show that, yes, um, you know, uh, reaching out to the community, uh, installing a replay learn center uh, is good for business in a way that you can actually measure the financial benefit in addition to the fact that you're getting great feedback from customers. Um, um, one, one thing I'll add to just punctuate that, Bob, is that, uh, you know, I think that the people that have been most proud of these replay learn centers and the programming are the laundromat attendants. Talking about, you know, feeling better about going to work every day. Uh, I see laundromat attendants light up with pride uh, over the work that uh, our laundromat owners are doing. And because it's their community too, right? They're, they're from that neighborhood and um, we've just seen, right. you know, great um, displays of pride and, you know, put another way, employee retention and better, uh, better service to the customers by virtue of having these spaces. So it's just one of those ideas that we're so fortunate to have come upon and look forward to building uh, even more into 2021. Right, right. I took you a little off track there, but uh, certainly the positives all the way around uh, for pretty much every aspect of a store that, that takes advantage of, uh, of literacy and literacy-rich materials uh, in, its, in its business. So th thanks for that response, Brian. Sorry to take well, you off track. No, no, no doubt. And, and, and yeah. I, I think that, I think that uh, you know, one of the things we saw from those 900 folks that joined us um, you know, during those three virtual sessions, um, you know, I could probably you know, kind of take that feedback and boil it down to people just appreciated having something to feel good about. <laughs> I heard that from several yeah, of right. our attendees. They just said, you know, with, with, yeah. uh, with, with COVID and economic distress and social unrest and, and politics and this and that, um, many just said, look, it felt good to, to focus on kids and literacy and education and early childhood development. And uh, just felt good to take a break and have something good to feel. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at www.planetlaundry.com slash subscribe and follow us on social media at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.